Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. Man, is anybody glad to be at church on Wednesday night? Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen, why don't we lift up our voices right now and give God praise. Amen, I believe there's great things in store. Woo, hallelujah. Let's worship the Lord with us.
love you, we love you. We praise you, Lord. Woo! My, 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 my. Thank God for what we feel in this house tonight. Give honor to this good church and your leadership tonight. Uh, Miss Elder Samson and Sister Samson tonight. We are so thankful that they are enjoying a, a pastor appreciation gift that this church gave to them. And I want to salute this church for loving your leadership. Amen. Thank God for churches that stand behind their leadership, their pastor. Amen. Amen. We love and appreciate the Samson family tonight. Glad to have Brother Samson's son at the helm of this church tonight. And uh, thank the Lord for, again, just the entire Samson family, what they represent, the excellence that they represent. And thank God for the people of God that's got enough sense to just say, you know what, we're, we're going to get right in behind this thing. We're going to see God do great and awesome things. Amen. I, I told you, Daddy, and I believe it. I don't think y'all built big enough. Praise the Lord. Amen. I'm telling you, God's got a mighty revival. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I feel something moving in this house tonight. Come on, does anybody feel the Holy Ghost in this place? Does anybody feel the witness of the Spirit here tonight? Woo! Glory, 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 glory. Oh, my Lord. Amen. Well, we'll hasten to the word of the Lord here tonight. Acts chapter number three. Thankful to have my wife and my children with me tonight. I love and appreciate them very, very much. I wouldn't want to do life without them. Praise God. Amen. Acts chapter number three and verse number one, a very familiar portion of scripture here tonight now Peter and John went up together everybody say together into the temple at the hour of prayer being the ninth hour and a certain lame man lame from his mother's womb was carried whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple which is called beautiful to ask alms of them that entered into the temple who seeing Peter and John about to go up into the temple asking alms and Peter fastening his eyes upon him with John said, look on us. And he gave heed unto them expecting to receive something of them. Then Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. In the name, everybody say it, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. Tonight, by the help of the Lord, I want to preach for just a few moments from this subject. Getting beyond the gate called beautiful. Getting beyond the gate called beautiful. Amen. If you could, would you lift a hand to the Lord right now? And let's pray and ask God to anoint the messenger and the word of the Lord here tonight. Come on, lift up your voice with me in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, I thank you, God, for your spirit, your presence, your power. Thank you, Lord God, for what you're going to do. Thank you, Lord 
Jesus for your spirit. Thank you, Lord God, for your anointing that's already here, God. Lord Jesus, we're asking you to have your way in this service tonight. Lord God, we believe in you, Lord, for great things to happen in our midst tonight. God, we honor you. We worship you and we praise you. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Somebody give the Lord a hand clap of praise as you see it. Oh, come on. Let's give God an apostolic hand clap. Let's shout to the Lord. Woo! With a voice of triumph. Glory. We praise you, O living God. Ooh, could we do that for just a little bit more? Oh, I feel something moving, stirring in the atmosphere tonight. I believe somebody can leave with a miracle. Somebody can leave with some help tonight. Oh, in the name of Jesus. I believe I can preach the discouragement on somebody tonight. I believe the Holy Ghost can lift a burden on somebody tonight. Hey, somebody can get the Holy Ghost tonight. You may be seated tonight. As we enter into the book of Acts, we find that the early church was not a weak church. It was not a reserved church. It was not a quiet church. But the early church, which I still believe that the book of Acts is continuing. You know, out of all of the epistles that, that are written, a lot of them are capped off with amen. Book of Acts don't have an amen on it. Amen. There, there wasn't a conclusion to the book of Acts. But I believe that, that we're still living in the acts of the church in this hour. Hallelujah. I know it's called the acts of the apostles, but really it's the acts of the Holy Ghost through the apostles. Amen. I still believe the power of the Holy Ghost is working and moving in 2023 world's gone crazy but God's still on the throne amen looking like there's all kinds of craziness on the horizon but God's still got a church come on somebody God's still got a people God is still gonna have revival in these last days Woo. oh yeah yes amen so the church the church that was walking in the power of the Holy Ghost and in the authority of the name of Jesus, then I've got good news for you tonight. It's still walking in the authority of the name of Jesus and the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Well, Brother Holland, we don't see miracles every day. You may not physically see them every day, but let me tell you tonight uh, that there's miracles happening every day. Amen. There's great things happening every day. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm telling you tonight uh, that God's kept you from dangers uh, seen and unseen. God put food on your table. God gave you strength in your body. You're in the house of the Lord tonight. Hey, God's worked some miracles for some folks even today sitting in this sanctuary right now. You ought to take a minute and just say thank you. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for being a way maker. We're still walking in the authority of the name. 
we're still walking by the power of the Holy Ghost. That power and authority was demonstrated in this chapter I read to you from tonight. There are three individuals that are mentioned here. Peter, John, and then there's an unnamed man that's identified simply as the lame man. That is his identity. The contrast tonight of the first two verses of this text are astounding tonight. I want you to bear with me here for just a moment. But two men are on their way to the temple to pray. Two men are on their way to the house of God, on their way to the church house, if you please. While one that morning, whenever his eyes opened up, he knew that he would not be able to walk to the church house. Matter of fact, he wouldn't even be able to get in. He could only go to the gate called beautiful. And if he's going to get there, he had to be carried. He knew that when he woke up. And of the three men, again, the contrast is great because two of them are going to have a prayer meeting. Two of them are going to have fellowship with God. And the other man, the other man is going to be carried down to the house of the Lord and sit outside the gate. Amen. While other people pass him by and walk into the church house. It's amazing how people can come to the same location but leave so differently. It's amazing that people can come down to the house of the Lord. And in some cases, they can come to church for years and never grow or develop their relationship or walk with God. Amen. It's amazing that some can come and be content to sit outside the gate. You may physically be present in the house, but your mind is preoccupied with troubles and circumstances and things that are going on in your life. And you're sitting at the gate when God wants you to be in the house tonight. Oh, come on. I want to preach to somebody tonight. I want to help somebody tonight to get beyond the gate. Hallelujah. I want to tell you tonight that we've got to overcome a mindset, a mindset of status quo tonight. Amen. We've got to overcome the type of thinking that says, well, I'm just going to come to church on Wednesday night and go through the motions and we'll make it through this service and we'll get through the rest of this week and we'll come back and do it again Sunday morning and Sunday night. And, and I feel like I'm preaching to somebody in this room tonight that it's just become the norm to you. It's just become the routine to you. Amen. You come, you go through the motions, you'll even get up and you can jive a little bit. But when you go home, you're still sitting at the gate. You're still sitting at the gate. You still got things going on that God's wanting to help you with, that God's wanting to fix for you. I'm telling you tonight, it's time to get beyond the gate, brother. It's it's time to get beyond the gate, sis. It's time to rise up and say, I'm tired of sitting at the beautiful gate. Come on, let's give God praise right now. I feel the Holy Ghost wanting to work. I feel the Spirit wanting to help somebody. 
What about this third man? This contrast that we read about him in Scripture. We don't have his name. We don't know who his parents were. We don't know what tribe he hailed from. We know very little about him. But simply that this man was lame from his mother's womb. He had been identified by his handicap all his life. Over 40 years. How many 40-year-olds and older do we have in this house? Amen. Can you imagine being in the prime of your life and being handicapped? How many could could identify with that here tonight, having something so great in your body, amen, that you are not able to function properly. Amen. There's people, no doubt, in this room that can identify with sickness. But can you imagine having that incapacity for 40 years? 40 years. All his life, there's a real possibility that, and this, this, is, this is staggering to me, it, 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 it stirs my mind when I think about it. But there's a very real possibility that this man could have been sitting at that gate the day that Jesus walked into the temple to cleanse it. 40 years now. We're talking about the third chapter of the book of Acts. So the, the years, you do the math on it, you look at it all. There's a very strong possibility that he was sitting at the gate when Jesus Christ came walking into the temple. Well, why didn't the Lord stop to heal him? It could have been that he was so content with where he was that his faith was not at a point where he even touched the heart of Jesus. Amen. I'm going to tell you tonight that the Lord will just keep walking right on by. If you're content with things the way they are and the way they've always been in your life, the Lord will pass you by. That doesn't make God cruel. It just means that you're not desperate enough. You're not stirred enough. You're not dug up enough. But I'm going to tell you, after 40 years of it, he got sick and tired of being sick and tired. Somebody in this house on a Wednesday night needs to get tired of being sick, tired of trouble, tired of circumstance and setback and realize God wants to pick you up. That man was like so many in our day. He was he was kind of lacking some identity. I'm going to tell you, I don't want to be identified as a crippled man. Amen. That's not the identity or label you won't put on you. That, that man, in his lack of identity, he was, he was missing some purpose in his life. As he looked around him and he, he saw other folks doing great things. And I, I don't believe that God blesses men with greatness just instantaneously. I believe God puts within the ability of man to achieve greatness if he's not lazy or unconcerned. Amen, amen. And this man, this man was incapacitated. It wasn't a matter of laziness. It wasn't a matter of no, no care in his life. But I think he had got so used to being the way he was. He had just accepted it. I'm telling somebody here tonight, you need to quit accepting it. 
You need to quit accepting your problem. You need to quit accept. Somebody better hear this preacher in the Holy Ghost tonight. You need to quit accepting the circumstance for what it is. The problem for what it is. I'm telling you tonight, God wants to change it. This man was begging for help. And lacking his purpose, he, he no doubt was feeling a little lack of self-worth as well. I'm going to tell you, you, you're pretty low on the totem pole. If I can say it that way, when you're sitting on the side of the road saying, alms, could you help me out? Amen. It wasn't like it is today. If people want help, they can find it out of the government now real quick and easy. But back then, they didn't have all of that. Back then, there was no welfare system. Praise God. There wasn't any of those freebies and handouts. If you didn't have the mercy of your family or the mercy of the people of God, you was just up the creek without a paddle. This man, no doubt, was lacking self-worth in his spirit. As he sat there begging for help, he's sitting at the gate. He is lacking strength in his body preaching to somebody here tonight I'm preaching to somebody here tonight amen I know that the Lord laid this on my heart for this service tonight I'm telling you God is wanting to change your situation brother God's wanting to change some things for you sister you got to get tired of sitting at the gate you got to get tired of identifying with your trouble and being labeled by everything and everybody else Come on, let's love the Lord here for a minute. God's talking to us. Oh, come on, come on. Uh, the Holy Ghost is talking to you tonight. Uh, hey, sir, the Holy Ghost wants you to know it don't have to be that way. You don't have to keep sitting at the gate. Oh, but I'm sitting here in the church house tonight. I'm telling you, you can be sitting at the gate, sitting on that pew. You can be sitting at the gate outside while you're sitting right here, hearing preaching and singing and people's dancing and worshiping around you and you sitting there, the devil's in your ear saying, you ain't got nothing to praise God for. You ain't got nothing to worship God about. You ain't got nothing to be thankful for. Hey Amen. If, if God loves you so much, why are you in the mess you're in? Why are you dealing with what you're doing? I know what I'm preaching about tonight. I'm telling you in the Holy Ghost, God wants you to get beyond the gate, brother. God, God wants you to get beyond the gate. Come on, let's love the Lord again. I feel the... Come on, it's about time for somebody to get a hold of God. It's about time for something to change. Oh, I wish somebody praised God for a second. I wish somebody worshiped God for a minute. Jump, wave a hand, do something, but just worship God for a moment. I'm going to get beyond this gate. I'm going to get beyond what I'm facing. Woo! The enemy wants to keep you at the gate tonight. He wants you to get accustomed to things being the way they are. I know I'm circling back because I feel like I'm bumping up against something here right now. 
Amen. But I'm telling you, the devil will try to lull you into contentment. Amen. Well, what about godliness with contentment? That's a whole nother ball of wax right there. Because godliness is involved with that one. I'm talking about getting content with the way circumstances are in your life. When you know good and well, it ought to be different. When you know good and well, as a child of God, it ought to be better than that. Uh, Hallelujah. 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 I'm talking about getting stirred up. It's possible to sit at the gate in your mind while other people are free, while other people are helped. You're sitting there and you're just kind of numb. You know why I'm going to preach this? Because I've been there. I've been there. I've been there. I've been there. I've been in services where I felt numb because of problems, because of setbacks, because of hardships. I've been in services where other people seemed like they was getting a blessing and the fire was falling all around me, but I didn't feel like I could feel a thing. I'm telling you tonight, God, God's will is for you to understand. You might have troubles, you might have trials, but God never wanted you to embrace that to a level that you just accept it and say, well, this is my lot in life and I'm never gonna rise above it. I'm telling somebody tonight, you're about to rise above it if you'll get tired of it. If you'll get weary with it, if you'll get stirred up enough, you don't have to keep sitting at the gate. I'm going to tell you how I shook that loose uh, is when I said, you know what? If somebody else is feeling God, I know there ain't nothing wrong with the presence of the Lord. I'm going to move every hindrance, every roadblock, everything I can get out of the way because I want to feel God too. I'm not content to sit at the gate. I'm not content to go through the motions. Come on, somebody. You got to rise up. You gotta get stirred up. Woo. Well, preacher, it's kind of hard to rise up when you're lame. Kind of hard to get up when I feel like my wings have been shot off. Kind of hard to run. When I'm having trouble in my body, it's, it's kind of hard, preacher. I know that preach is good, but it's, it's hard whenever I'm sitting here lame. Lame from my mother's womb. Lame. Lame from my mother's womb. It's a family issue. It's a family problem. It's a... I know what I feel in the Holy Ghost tonight. Uh, amen. It's a family issue. And it, it just seems like it goes from generation to generation uh, in your family. Uh, you got the Holy Ghost. You got baptized in Jesus' name. But it seems like that same old mess uh, that messed with your mama, messed with your daddy, it knocks on your door and tries to mess with your family. I'm telling you tonight, uh, it's a lameness uh, from your mother's womb uh, that God wants you to get up from tonight. Uh, God wants you to get up from it tonight come on God wants you to get up from it and that's what the Lord sent this preacher by tonight to try to help you do this ain't the first time you've heard preaching on this wise 
it's not the first time that the Holy Ghost has bumped you and nudged you and said it's not, it's not right for you to stay in that frame of mind. It's not right for you to stay with that line of thinking. It's right for you to continue to think that way and feel that way and be that way and identify with that. It's not God. Are you listening to me? It is not God's will. I want to preach that out of your spirit tonight. It is not God's will for you to keep sitting at the gate. The devil's lied to you. The devil's lied and told you, you just got to accept that. It ain't going to change. It's not going to turn around, but I'm telling you tonight in the Holy Ghost, uh, there's a change coming. Uh, there's, there's a change coming. Uh, there's a change coming. Mm. You got to get beyond some things. You got to get beyond some things. This man's expectancy was just status quo. I'm gonna go down here. They gonna carry me. I'm gonna rattle my cup. I'm gonna get enough change for some bread. Maybe take care of my light bill. He didn't have a light bill back then. Take care of whatever back home if he had a home. I'm gonna get just enough to get by. He got a little existence. I'm gonna go on my way. And tomorrow, I'm gonna wait on the Uber to come pick me up and take me back down there again. Hallelujah. I'm gonna wait for him to come pick me up and carry me back down there again and I'm just gonna get in this vicious cycle, this routine. And God's saying, it's time to get beyond that, son. It's, it's time to get beyond depression. It's time to get beyond fear. Hear me tonight. It's time to rise above that. It ain't God's will for you to be doped out of your mind. It ain't God's will for you to have to take pills to go to bed and pills to get up. It's not God's will. It's God's will for you to get up. And the, be seated. The, the, the men of God came. The men of God came. Don't you underestimate the power of preaching in your life. Don't you ever be guilty of just looking at your men of God in this church and saying, well, they're just another man like everybody else. They are men. We are human. We get sick. We hurt too. We, we have to deal with things too. But I'm going to tell you something. You'll never rise above the man of God in your life. The moment you do that, you're, you're, you're going to keep sitting at that gate. The minute that you get it in your head, uh, well, well I, I, can, I can get a hold of God just as good as that preacher can. Uh, I'm going to tell you, you've got to have a man of God in your life. I know I'm preaching to the choir in this church. Uh, amen. But I, I, I just feel a little nudge in the Holy Ghost. Uh, you better stay in alignment with the man of God because a preacher is going to preach you out of the gate. A preacher. I said a preacher is going to preach you out of the gate. Peter and John showed up. What did they say? Do you know what they said? Well, before that, you're getting ahead of me. You're going to preach my message. They said, look on us. You know why they had to do that? Because that man's mind was preoccupied with that cup. Jingle, 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 jingle. Arms, you got anything to help me with? It's all about me right now. Could you help me? Could you lift me up? Could you, could you, could you give me a little monetary pick-me-up? 
shaking that cup. And they literally had to get his attention. Look on us. I don't want to completely throw the man under the bus because I really do believe that he was present the day that Jesus walked by to go into the temple to cleanse it. I really do. I believe he was there. Jesus passed him by. But today was different. I think that morning when he got up, Brother Samson, I think he said, I'm so tired of this. I'm so tired of this. I'm so weary with this. I, I, I want a change in my life. I want something to remedy in my life. Is there anybody in this room tonight that you're just ready for something to change for you? Is there anybody in this room? I know I know you don't want to be a spectacle, but I'm telling you tonight, God's wanting to pick you up. But the Lord's saying you got to look in a different direction. He said, look on us. And the Bible said that he does so expecting to receive something of them. He is expecting, again, I don't want to throw him completely under the bus, but he's expecting them to throw something in that cup, that bowl. He's expecting an alms from them. And Peter and John, and this is how I know that he who had moved somewhere beyond this status quo thinking. When they said, look on us, there was something in the heart of that man that had to have a little spark of faith. See, God don't need a big mountain of faith to do something for you. He really don't. I, I, I know we're, we're, we're thinking in our mind, walking on water and sleeping with lions in the lion's den and going through the fire without the smell of smoke. But I'm gonna tell you tonight that there are miracles in this room that are just as on par and level with all of those miracles uh, that all it takes is just a little change. All it takes is just a little change uh, in your thinking, uh, a little change in your mindset. My Lord have mercy. I wish y'all felt what I'm feeling right now. I'm telling you, all it takes is a little change in the way you're viewing your circumstance. God wants to turn it around. God wants to move it. But you gotta get your eyes up. You gotta get your head up. You gotta get your head up. They said, look on us. Now this man's in a sitting posture, possibly laying. He's down low. He has to look up to them. What did the psalmist say? He said, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. I'm going to tell you something. I've prayed more people through the Holy Ghost doing this number right here than I ever have people doing this number right here. Somewhere folks have got to get them hands up and get that head up. I saw it this past Sunday night. Little girl scared out of her mind. People was praying for her to get the Holy Ghost and she just had her eyes open, scared to death. I went over, got to talking to her. We got her hands up, got her head up and it wasn't very long she was speaking in tongues. I want to tell you tonight, you got to change the way you're looking. Come on, there's a witness of the Holy Ghost here right now. Come on, man, there's a witness of the Holy Ghost here right now. You gotta change the way you're looking. Come on, let's worship God here for just a moment. I'm just about done. <laughs> Woo! 
Somebody pray in the Holy Ghost right now. Somebody tap into the Spirit right now. God's saying, look, look up tonight. Look up tonight. Before you can get beyond, you got to look up. You got to look up from what's been binding you, from what's been tormenting you. What's been troubling your mind? You got to look up from it and realize that God, God's bigger than that. God's greater. God's able. Come on, let's pray again. Let's pray again. Let's pray again. We're about to go somewhere in the Holy Ghost. Whoa. Come on, we're about to move somewhere in the Holy Ghost. Whoa. Oh, yes. Yes. Look on us, look on us. Uh, raise your expectancy tonight. Uh, I know it's Wednesday. I know you gotta go to work tomorrow, but I'm telling you, you can go to work with a new lease on life, uh, knowing everything's gonna be all right. Knowing everything's gonna be all right. Mm. Our hearts gotta be realigned so we can position ourselves for a change in our life tonight. When they said, look on us, he had to avert his attention to them. The Bible said that these men of God fastened their eyes upon him. These men had Jesus Christ on the inside of them. Jesus' physical body might have passed him by, but the spirit of Jesus Christ that was in them said he's ready now. He's ready now. He... I feel like somebody's ready. It may just be one person tonight, but I feel like somebody's ready for a change. I feel like somebody, I feel like somebody is ready for change in your life. When they fastened their eyes upon him, it spoke of divine appointment. The scripture says he gave heed unto them expecting to receive something of them. He looks upon them with a semblance of obedience. Some semblance of faith, no doubt in my mind that faith was present in this man. He expected to receive something. My Lord, my Lord. You, you told that story about Brother Reisinger. God bless Brother Reisinger's memory. Amen. But that man was expecting a miracle when he pulled up there. Amen. He might have he might have made a statement of doubt when he said, "Lord, I don't know if you can get us out of this," or whatever he worded that. Amen. But all he did was step into the realm, Amen, of miracle territory. Oh my God, my God! I wish I could get everybody with me right now. I wish I could get some of you good. I wish I could get you with me right now and cause you to realize how close you are to a breakthrough, how close you are to a change. Oh, my Lord. Woo! God wanted to take him beyond the gate. Peter and John said, silver and gold, have we none? Silver and gold, have we none? If 
And this, this, is where, this is where I draw my, my, my thinking from on this. If the man was not interested in a change in his life, if all he was tied up with was just simply getting the alms, he would have said, then see you, Bubba, maybe tomorrow. We'll see you next time. Keep it moving. There's other people coming. But no, there was something in this man that reached out and made a connection in the spirit. Oh God. He was laying there lame. He was laying there with the identity of a lame man. Amen. Everybody that had passed him by, they just understood. That's oh whatever his name. He, he's the lame man. We don't know who he is. We just know he's going to be there every day. Shaking that cup. Going through the motions. Broken the vicious cycle of his life. It don't look like everything's going to change for him. But I'm telling you something connected in the spirit. Something connected in the spirit and I feel something connected in the Holy Ghost right now. I feel something connected in the Holy Ghost right now. Somebody's gonna get a miracle. Somebody is gonna get a check. There had to be that element of faith there. Somewhere it finally clicked in this man. You can sit down, keep standing. I am almost done. Amen, whatever you want to do. Hallelujah. But something finally clicked in this man. Something said in him, it really don't have to keep being like this. It really, it really don't have to be this way. I would to God tonight that somebody, the switch would flip in your mind. That old lying devil that's just told you over and over again, it's not going to change. It's not going to get better. I wish the flip, I, I, I wish the switch would just flip tonight. And you, you just kind of get a deer in the headlights. Look, it really don't have to stay this way for me. It, it really don't have to keep rocking on like this in my life. I'm telling you, uh, there's a change sitting at your doorstep. Uh, there's... There's a change hovering over you tonight. You thought I was just going through the motions when I said reach up tonight. But I'm telling you, there's a change that's hovering over this church tonight. Come on, get those hands up. Get them up. Oh, oh, oh. Shataya. Change is imminent for somebody. Ooh, my Lord. My Lord. Mm. The Bible said that they reached down. Will somebody be John with me? Amen. Somebody be John with me. Hallelujah. Sit down, brother lame man. Hallelujah. Bible said that they reached down to where he was. And they took him by the, by the hand. Oh, hallelujah. I'm glad for a church that'll take somebody by the hand that maybe they're down on their luck. Maybe the house caught on fire. Maybe there's trouble in their life. Maybe there's something going on that's bigger than they are. Thank God for Apostolic Lighthouse that'll take a man by the hand and say, you don't have to stay down there. 
You don't have to stay in the shape you're in. You don't have to you don't have to keep dealing with that in your spirit. Such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. And the Bible said that he went running and leaping into the temple of God. I'm telling you tonight, you don't have to stay. You don't have to stay at the gate. You can get a healing. You can get a... Come on, don't let him run by himself. Somebody praise God. Somebody give him glory. Come on, sister, that's it. Obey the Holy Ghost. He got He went running. He went leaping into that temple. You know, they say that gate, that beautiful gate was bronze. Bronze. One thing about bronze is when you first put it up, it's real pretty. But as it sits in the weather, it ain't so pretty anymore. Anybody ever seen the Statue of Liberty? When they first put her up, and she's still pretty, kinda, amen. But when they first put her up, she was bronze. She was shiny brass. But over time, the weather, the elements have tarnished her and turned her a green color. It's amazing what people are called beautiful. It's amazing what people get accustomed to living with and call beautiful. But thank God for somebody Come here, Brother Lane, man. I ain't through with you yet. Hallelujah. Come on up here with me. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank God for a lame man that says, it might be beautiful to all of y'all, but I'm ready to go in the church house. I'm ready to, I'm ready to touch God. I'm ready to have some revival. I'm ready to see a change in my family, in my circumstances. I'm ready to see what God will do for me. And when they got in that temple and they was having church, come on, have church with me. They was running and leaping. We gonna run in place here for a minute. But they was running and leaping and dancing. Don't you know there was some folks out there that said, what in the world is going on? What in the world kind of church is this? Peter and John said, it's an apostolic church. It's a couple. It's an apostolic church. It's a hand clapping, tongue talking, foot stomping, aisle running, devil chasing, Pentecostal apostolic church. I'm telling you tonight, the miracle, when you really dig into it, when you really dig into it, lame from his mother's womb. What'd you have to do with your little kids when they was growing up? Come on, baby, you can walk, you can do it. That man never walked before. And when he got up on his feet, he didn't just walk, he run. It was an astounding miracle because that man 
went from 40 years of not being able to walk, didn't know how to do it. God gave him his balance, his equilibrium, and said, go, son, go, son. I'm telling somebody in the Holy Ghost, it's time to go. Not from the church to the church. Not away from the church to the church. Come on, link up with somebody right now. We're gonna pray in the Holy Ghost. Come on, connect with somebody right now in the Holy Ghost, right now, right now. Come on, it's gonna change. It's gonna get better. It's gonna turn around, brother. It don't have to stay the way it has been. You can get beyond the gate of the temple. You can get beyond the beautiful gate. 